Welcome to the Baby RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 10, Episode 10, titled Social Media Kings into Queens. My name is Brett Baxley, and I am joined, as always, by one torpid co-host. Please say... Hey, I'm a woman, baby! <laughs> yes! To Aiden Deem. Hey! What's good, sis? Not much. You're still in school, right? Yeah. I'm working through it. So you're a junior, right? Yeah. And kind of side note, you've never had a boyfriend or um, been with a man. Is that correct? Yeah. Wow. So um, as some of the listeners might not know, Joe and I, Jasmine Master style, kind of, um, I have a challenge for you um, a while ago. And we were like, girl, you need to get on that. You need to meet some men. Just mm-hmm. talk to them. Just, you know, level your pussy up, right? So have you talked to anyone or have you just been regular old you? Well, wait, am I allowed to say if I got something that I'm not allowed to get because I'm not 18. Tell us the tea. I got That's a grinder. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to get arrested. Like, you're a fine girl. Okay. So tell me about <laughs> just that. Just making sure. Um, I mean, I was just, I'm just on it and I'm just like scrolling through all the menses. Okay. And no, no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Back it up, back it up, back it up. We need to start with your profile. Like, is it your picture? Oh, is it no, no picture. picture of your face, of your body? What is it? It's it's um just in front of a mirror. Okay. What's your what's your is your name Aiden on there or something? No, cute? I don't I don't put a name. Oh, so it's just blank. Yeah, it's just blank. Oh okay. well I did have a little turkey emoji for a while because I like turkeys, but then some people were like gobble gobble and I had to get out of that. Okay, what's your, do you have bio? Do you have any text or anything like um, that? I was, I'm just like, I don't know. And then I, uh, I guess let me try to find it. Yeah, I want you to read this to me. I want to hear this. But I have Miss Vangie at the end. Okay. <laughs> so it says Miss Vangie on there. Yeah. <clears throat> do you get messages about Drag Race? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's, like, messages? the most fun. Okay, are men, like, hitting you up legitimately? Or are people just like, yes, queen, we love Vanjie too? Well, I mean, it's not just, like, all of one. Okay, okay so... I'm, are you are you popping on there, though? Like, are people, like, is your inbox full? I guess you could say that my inbox is full. Okay. Are there any unread messages right now, though? Um. Yeah, there are. Okay, so we know what kind of I just of girl went on are. and I just got some. But okay. So oh my mine gosh, wait, is... read us read us the worst one that you have. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, okay. Then let's start okay, with your profile. Just says, read... Okay, I just says I don't know. And then I just said, uh, I have a lot of interests and then I have Miss Vanjie, and that's it. And then I have all my like information. Oh, what what is all my information. What does that mean? No, like all the stuff that you have to fill out. Yeah, girl. And I want to know what you put on there. I don't... Because there is some... Okay. Do you even know what some of those questions mean? What question would I not know? Ugh. Anyway. So let's let's hear some of the messages that you've got. Okay. Oh, what just happened? <laughs> Okay, I need to restart it. Uh, technical difficulties over here. I'm he has sorry, too many guys. grinder messages. <laughs> um. Okay. There's just like a Are lot we... of haze, and there's just a lot of Miss Fangy. Yeah, I, there's not that much. Oh, nothing well, juicy. The, the sugar daddy people. Oh, have you had a conversation with any of them? No, I just ignore them. Okay. Well, I'm proud and of you that you... people who get salty when I ignore them, which I think yeah, is Yeah, those... Yeah, everybody on there thinks that um, 
you have to give them your attention. Um, I'm proud of you for making that step, though. I think that's that you're a big boy now. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's cool. Good for you. I, is that the only one you're on? You haven't yeah, done. You haven't. But sent, okay. I, I'm thinking of of getting a Tinder instead, and maybe deleting Grinder, or I guess I could just keep both. Because I don't know, Grinder. I feel like there's no one at least my age, or maybe that's for Tinder too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, girl, just explore it and see yeah. how you feel about it. Um, yeah, but that's, I'm proud of you. Work. Thanks. This week, Aquaria is bitter. No one was eliminated. The girls don their best quick trade couture, and the girls are challenged to make over some social media stars. On the main stage, Eureka, Asia, and Cracker earned high marks, with Ms. Cracker winning the challenge. Aquaria, Monet, and Cameron were in the bottom three. But it was Monet and Cameron Michaels that were forced to lip-sync for their lives. In the end, Cameron Michaels was told, Chante, you stay, while Monet Exchange was asked to sashay away. Aiden Deem, name two things you liked about the episode, and one thing you did not. Okay, I love this episode so much. Um, I guess my favorite thing is probably the um, the lip sync. I love the lip sync. I thought Monet killed it. Um, and I hate how they edited her when she was, like, going around the main stage door entrance or whatever. And then Ru- they cut to RuPaul giving, like, a disapproving face. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was annoying. But um, And then what else did I like? I liked... Um, I like the makeover challenge in general. I liked the social media people. I didn't even know a lot of them either, but I still liked it. Okay. Um, One thing I didn't like now. Yeah, um, let's hear it. I not like. I don't know. I thought this is a really, really good episode. You don't have any cons. Maybe. um, um, Was there something in untucked maybe that was bad see girl you don't have a con if you're having to dig that deep you liked it you don't have cons great work so i guess i didn't like monet's look i'll say that's my con because i love monet and i wish that she should have stayed okay i feel you um okay what about you so i liked i love the makeover challenge um and every Mm -hmm. every season i always think it's a great challenge just because um, it's fun to see someone transfer like their face and their drag and their aesthetic on somebody else because I think it it moves um, drag artistry from being like a narcissistic thing, which is great and fantastic, and I love love mm-hmm. narcissists, right? But I think it's cool to see someone. It's like an elevation of your art form when you can take everything that you do and you can put it on someone else. I think that's really cool. So I just love the concept of the whole make makeover challenge, and I disagree. Um, with Joe, when, um, Joe and Evan, when they were talking in the main show about how um, they aren't a big fan of them, of this specific one, because it wasn't people that needed makeovers and they want to see the transformation of the makeovers. Um, and I think that's an interesting way to look at the makeover challenge. But for me, I don't enjoy it because it's a makeover for the person being made over. I enjoy it because of um, it's transferring the art from one vessel to the other. Um, and so that's why I think it's interesting um, from the, and, the drag perspective. And I also feel like we got that aspect of it with Miss um, Cracker's guy, Miss Cookie. With, um, yeah, with Chester. I, I do think that yeah. was there. Um, but I get what they mean. I see what they're saying, but I'm way more interested um, in like the in transferring the drag than necessarily seeing the transformation of the person being made over. Yeah, so I like I the agree. concept. And second of all, I liked... Um, the specific concept of having social media people on because Mm -hmm. um, I think that's interesting. They're people that I know of. So I liked that a lot. So you knew every single one of them? Yeah, I knew who every single one of them were, but I don't necessarily think they all were great choices. Like, I think there were more obvious people. um, Mm -hmm. Like Joey Graceffa. I know Joe hates Joey Graceffa, but like Joey Graceffa is more popular. I would hate that. I'm not saying that I would like love watching Joey Graceffa, but I mm-hmm. think from a producer standpoint, he makes more sense. Um, yeah. 
then like Kingsley, that seemed a little random. Or even like the makeup girls of YouTube, and by girls I mean the gays. Oh yeah, like, that like Jeffrey Star and James yeah, Charles. Yeah, I, I, think... I like um that one queen um uh Patrick Star. Patrick Star, yeah, I think it just getting more notable people, um, and I think there's usually. I don't know. I think, I guess that's my con too. Um, as I like the concept of social media people, but I didn't love the choice of which social media people they chose. I like some mm-hmm. of them, but not all of them. Um, yeah. I, and in the chat room, I'm seeing people are saying, uh, Surfetch said, if you guys got an email asking to be on a makeover challenge of Drag Race, would you go? hundred um, Absolutely. hundred percent. I think if, yeah, like literally, yeah, that sounds like so much fun. That's so fun. Um, and then is that you said every you said your thing? Yeah, you didn't that like. was kind of my my pro and my con. Um, okay. Yeah. Let me get over back nice. to the right tab. After the non-elimination, the girls walk into the workroom to de-drag. As they lounge around the couch, Aquaria lets her disappointment about the previous non-elimination be known. Part of the song where everyone would do a split. Wow. <laughs> you seem really upset about it. I guess I am. I don't know, I just, I've never liked in past seasons when they've kept two people, and especially putting my effort in yesterday, I wish that we could keep rolling along with the competition. I just think the that how we've been throughout the whole competition should have some sort I mean- Girl, I am so lost. I know, I've been kicking ass all competition and I'm mad that I can't go on to the top five now because there's people who've been, no shade, but people who've been skating by. So who do you think should have went home? I just, until the last two episodes, Girl, I'm sorry, but that is so narcissistic for you to correlate them two staying with you being further away from the crown. And it's so irritating to me that you turned it into something about you when this has nothing to do with you. I mean, I've skated by the last. According like, to Aquaria, you have skated by. I've heard that from a lot of girls in this competition. Like who? So it, who? Say names. Don't say a lot of girls. I know that I'm not the only person who's said that. Well, regardless, me and Cameron are both extremely happy to be here, and I'm, I'm happy, happy to be and I'm here. Happy, I'm happy for y'all to be yeah, here too, unlike other people. My only thing to you is like, let's say that this was like Miss Continental, and your top two both like turned it out. Somebody still has to win. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I can see from Aquarius side. Part of it is, you know, you only have that one lucky save a season if there Says is who? one. I feel like your perception of drag is limited to what you have seen on Drag Race. I don't think that's true at all. Who says there's only one magic double save? Like, they could do that again. I'm just frustrated that I might not have that type of mercy in the future. The next day, Aquaria offered an apology. If I may, I was, you know, this competition so like mentally, emotionally, and physically draining, and top five is like was a very goal for me. But my apologies for making y'all feel whatever way. To get to be the top six for another week is just as fun. So here's where I land on the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Aquaria was like in the right to say that like i completely like i understand yeah. where she's coming from um and i think asia when she came for aquaria for like wow your perspective is, of drag is just drag race i did, first of all i didn't think that that, that applied to the situation no it didn't. and i think that that's something that um seasoned queens are ready to nail younger queens with like immediately and like that's something like it's just something in the back of their minds and i think that's just asia being frustrated that somebody younger than her is doing well in the competition and she's just um trying to go at aquaria because i don't think that applies to aquaria at all Uh, aquaria has a super broad sense of drag and i think she's shown it in the competition so i think that was a strange thing for asia to bring up and I understand uh, Aquaria's frustration with two people being saved because you thought that someone was going to go home and that you were going to be closer to the end of the competition. So I get her frustration, especially with um, Cameron being saved because, I mean, she has a point. Cameron has, like, done pretty middle of the road the whole competition. Well, I mean, compared to Monet and um, 
cracker she hasn't because like she just won a challenge sure um but i mean she wanted so to challenge I and other than that she's been that. in the middle and yeah. she's been quiet i love cameron but i do think i i, I get where what aquaria is saying mm-hmm. and while i think the lip sync was good between eureka this is the last episode i think their lip sync was good however i don't know if it was worthy of a double shantae i think i think the double shantae was more of a storytelling device than it Mm -hmm. was um a necessity of good performance well it was also that they needed to um have an extra episode because they weren't gonna just skip over like the ball episode or whatever next week is because like if there hadn't been a double shantae then the live and then it would have been over with no ball-esque challenge you know what i mean yeah so they think... had to have planned a double shantae well they knew it was gonna happen coming back Retur- or something a returning or something i think that's what they always do they always they know yeah that they have a certain amount of episodes and they have a certain amount of queens and they know that they can they can pull this stunt or they can pull that stunt and they they know how many stunts they have the ability to pull and they know how they're going to map it out. Um, and so I, I don't think they felt that anybody had been eliminated too early. Otherwise, they would have mm-hmm. brought someone back like they brought Trixie back. So they were like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll just do a double Shantae. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I didn't really talk about the Aquaria thing yeah. yet. I just... I, <laughs> This conversation is, when she say mentally, physically, and emotionally draining? Mm-hmm. How is it, how is it physically draining? Uh, well, she's a um, twiggy twink, so, like, I'm yeah. sure just getting that worked up has her exhausted. Yeah, but probably doing that hairdo was more physically draining. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I think Aquaria is, um, is... M- more in the right i guess she just has like a right to express what she thinks and there's always going to be that one queen who's like i don't like it and they get a little angry but then Mm -hmm. they come around and they're okay um and i guess asia i don't know maybe there was something that was cut out that made asia kind of go after aquaria Mm -hmm. but i don't know it seemed kind of out of nowhere a little bit the next but I get day, what she means by... Oh, she keeps... She's, oh, she has more to go. say. Okay. No, you can go. The next day, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's mini-challenge. Now, for today's mini-challenge, I want you to create a super macho character. And then, you'll pose for a manly body spray I'm calling... Straight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> Been chopping wood? Chopping wood. <laughs> So I'm going to have you say taglines that we're testing out for this body spray. Can you smell me coming? Trade. Very good. Can I take it off for the ladies? Sure, yeah, Yeah. why not? Yeah, that'd be great. Do you want to see all the wood? Trade. (laughs) Smell all this wood? Trade. Nice, nice. All right, thank you very much. Hey, maybe we can uh, go chop some wood together sometime. I believe that's doable. I believe that's doable. (laughs) Trade. Spray it all over your face. Just don't get any in your eye. (laughs) Can you get a deeper voice there? Trade. (laughs) You like that? All right, bro. Thanks a lot. What's happening, man? All right, I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm doing real good. What's your name? I'm BJ. What does that stand for? Uh, it stands for uh, being a jokester. <laughs> Here we go. I'll thank y'all ready for this smelly trade. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, the wife likes it too. <laughs> I want you to try out another tagline. Say it with a deeper voice. Deeper. Yeah. Deeper like this. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Pull my finger. Trade. <laughs> Told you I'm a jokester. The future belongs to those who can smell it coming. <laughs> Eureka was named the winner of the challenge, which gave her advan- an advantage in the maxi challenge. RuPaul announced the maxi challenge next. You'll be transforming these king 
kings of social media into flawless drag queens. <laughs> so Eureka, you won the mini challenge. Ooh. You get to match the queens oh. with the social media kings. Who gets Tyler Oakley? I think I'm gonna give Tyler to Monet. Who gets Chester C? Chester, I think I will give to Cracker. Oh, darling. Who gets Kingsley? Kingsley is going to go to Aquaria. Anthony, I'm gonna give to Cameron. Hey, how are you? Good. Who gets Raymond Braun? I'm gonna give him to Asia. That means Frankie goes to Eureka. Oh. So, first of all, I just have to say, Miss Cameron, oh, she's so hot. Damn. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. all I have to say. And then Sir Fetch in the chat room says Aquaria was so hot during this part. I don't okay. think the mustache it was a really good look. I mean... <laughs> I don't think Aquaria was hot. Mm -hmm. I think Aquaria was cute. Okay. Like, I think it was a look. Like, I would be like, if she went out like that, I'd be like, okay, it's a look. I see a story. <laughs> But like I, <laughs> when we're look, when we're talking trade, like we're talking like yes, hot, yeah, yeah. Cameron, yeah, Cameron, yes, not a query. <laughs> um, however, um, Monet's and Eureka's looks were so mm -hmm. funny. Um, so I I like that they took that approach to it. Yeah. Um, I think Monet looked so goofy, like so goofy, and I loved that so yeah, much. No. Um, and I just loved the exploration of like gender and drag and like I just loved that too So, mm -hmm. and if you look on the uh, drag race wiki um, it has the runway looks and also oh, has the yeah. trade looks I'm on that page right now. so I think it's interesting to look at them done up as queens so like hyper feminine and then also their hyper masculine trade looks um, I think that's a really interesting juxtaposition there yeah, I thought Monet was so funny. I loved all all tea, all trade. Oh, um, Carrie Winkle says that Asia was so hot. Um, and I agree. I do think Asia, but I think that's just because Asia is an attractive boy. But Asia mm -hmm. didn't really put on much to masculinize herself. Yeah, like if you look at the thinking. picture, you're just like, yeah, she's mugging because she has a pretty face. Um Whereas, and I guess it's Cameron Michaels too. So sorry, I'm just obsessed with Cameron. Well, no, Michael. Cameron put on a on a beard, right? I'm looking at this picture right now, and Cameron is shirtless, has on short shorts, and the only thing she added was an axe and, and a hard and a hat. beard. I don't see a beard in this. Wait, you don't see the beard? I don't. There's no beard. Wait, there. how do you not see? The... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. Not there's like a beard, beard, a beard, but like drawn on. Yeah, yeah. just like a. Yeah, I get it. And I and look, I'm not taking away how hot Cameron is. But I <laughs> think I was being a little hypocritical when I say that Asia didn't put on much. Because Cameron didn't put on much either. But I yeah. just think Cameron's pretty hot. So there's that. It's okay, girl. Um, um, and then they assigned the girls. Eureka won the challenge. Which was okay. I mean, she was definitely funny. Um, yeah. So work. Okay. She won. <laughs> um, and she signed the girls. And um, I think the concept, she tried to give do disadvantages by mixing like non, like different skin tones of girls, mm -hmm. which I think is dumb because it's not like it's not rocket science to put on a different color of foundation. Like you can, you yeah. can transfer your look to someone that's a different mm -hmm. skin color. Aquaria did it literally just fine. Like, yeah. I think the only thing it shows is that, um, like, if you're a good makeup artist, like, can you, like, pick what pick up what you're doing, modify the base, and put it back down? So, I think, like, Aquaria literally did it fine. Um, and I don't think that, like, race is really, like, that. it doesn't really change much about your makeup except for the color foundation that you use. Yeah. So and like your your contour and highlight colors too. Um. So I think that that was huh. an interesting. I would have. I don't know if Eureka knew all these people, but 
but I would have matched people who I thought psychologically would have messed with my sisters more. You know what I mean? Like giving them people that they wouldn't work yeah. well with. Um, yeah, Cameron matched them up like actually creepily well. Eureka. Except, yeah, Eureka, like it all like, it, well, at least in the confessionals, it seemed like they all kind of like connected to each other. They all did get along with their people pretty well. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I thought, Eureka's method of matching people up was very strange. Yeah, like, I, yeah, it, like it was very, it was very just like first thought process. Oh, we'll put the black girls with the white girls, and that's gonna mess them all up. Mm-hmm. I just think that was strange, and it did not work. I know because everyone did pretty well. Yeah. In the workroom, the girls get to know their YouTube counterparts. Asia and Raymond hit it off, but that means more work for Asia. Monet and Tyler had Monet and Tyler laugh a lot, but will they be laughing at the end? Cracker is worried about her straight bearded sister, Chester C. Eureka finally meets Frankie Grande, someone who is more extra than she is. Aquaria has no problem with the makeup needs of people of color, and Cameron Michaels struggles to make any headway with his straight counterpart, Anthony Padilla. Padilla. So you are famous on um, YouTube. Do you watch the show? Uh, I I have watched it occasionally. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend is a huge fan. So uh, yeah, I watch it over her shoulder. Cool. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Um, my drag is like hyper feminine. What's hyper feminine mean? Uh, I want something kind of sparkly and flowy. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about something yeah, that I know Evan and Joe talked about. Into this. Evan and Joe talked about this um, in the main show. Mm-hmm. And they said that Anthony, when Anthony was like, yeah, I've seen an episode here and there. Um, and they were like, he's never seen it. You know he's never seen it. Um, but he probably has seen it because Drag Race is actually a pretty big thing in the YouTube community. Like, they'll talk, like, most YouTubers talk about it. They watch it together. Um, like, YouTubers watch Drag Race. So I wouldn't be surprised had he seen it when he's at his friend's house. Um, he used to be friends with Joey Graceffa and, like, the gays of YouTube, basically. But that was before they all came out, before the coming out videos were yeah. popular. So, um... I, he's probably seen it, and I know his ex-girlfriend, Kalel, is a big fan of Drag Race. So, How do you know all these people? Kalel? Mm-hmm. Kalel. She, Kalel is literally insane. Like, she will, she go through, goes through, like, phases in her life where she'll make one YouTube channel, and then she'll do that for, like, six months, a lot, and then she won't do YouTube for a while. She'll delete the old YouTube channel, make a new one. But I've been following Kalel for a long time. That's good. But no, I'm a YouTube, like, I'm, like, I'm really into YouTube, so I know mm-hmm. all of these people, um, and I gave a, oh. a rundown the other night of all the people. Yeah, you did. But, um, really quickly, for anyone who doesn't know, I'll really quickly go through everyone. So, Asia is paired with Raymond, and Raymond is, um, an LGBT activist on YouTube and Twitter and online, and he does a lot of stuff, um, with World of Wonder and stuff for, like, Logo, so he's um, a very active person in the gay community online and stuff. And he's uh, he collaborates with popular YouTubers. And I'm sure he has his own channel. But I'm just familiar with him from his like activism. Um, Monet and Tyler are together. And everyone knows who Tyler Oakley is, I would assume. He's the loud twink who was popular on YouTube in like 2014. And then Ellen hired him for a while. And he did make YouTube videos for a few years. But he's back on YouTube now. Um, Cracker and Chester C are together, and I know Chester C because Chester C dated one of my favorite YouTubers, Grace Helbig, who was mm-hmm. pretty popular in 2014, too. That was kind of her time. Um, and other than that, I didn't really know Chester C. He was in some of Grace's movies, so um, that's kind of how I knew Chester. I really don't watch, like, I watch women and queer men on YouTube, so, like, Chester C, like, not really my cup of tea because he's yeah. a straight man. Not because he's straight, but just because I don't tend to, like, mesh with the content they make. Um, Eureka loved Romanson, but I'm sh- <laughs> honey, he's he's something. He's not straight. I don't um, know. <laughs> I'm sh- he's, he's quirky. Oh, I love Drew. I love Drew. 
Um, Eureka and Frankie Grande. Uh, Frankie Grande, I know from um, Miranda Sings. Um, the actress who plays Miranda Sings, her name is Colleen Ballinger, and mm-hmm. Colleen um, is was friends with Frankie and met Ariana Grande, and um, so oh. she's friends with. She, so yeah, Miranda Sings slash Colleen Ballinger is friends with the Grandes. So that's how I first knew who Frankie was, um, because Colleen posted about them. Miranda posted about them, and then Frankie was on Big Brother, and I watched that. So um, I've been familiar with Frankie in that way, but I would not call him a YouTuber. I think he's yeah, just. I, I had literally no idea who he was, um, and I thought it was Cynthia Lee Fontaine the first time I saw him. I. That's funny. Um. I literally thought. No, I knew. I know Frankie. I like Frankie was probably one of the more like most recognized person in my like for me. However, mm-hmm. he's the least influencer of all of them. Um, mm. Aquaria was with Kingsley. I didn't know much about Kingsley. Of course, I recognized him because he was popular a few years ago. I'm um, doing like rant videos, and then Anthony Padilla, who used to be part of Smosh, which is one of the most successful YouTube channels of, like, the early YouTube days. So they really, they chose a lot of, like, people, except for Raymond. Let me look at all of these people. Yeah, except for Raymond, all of these people were very, like, 2014 YouTube picks. Like, these people would have made sense to have on, um, like, if Season 7 did a makeover challenge like this, they would have fit in on Season 7 or Season 6 because they were popular then. And not that they aren't popular now, just, like, this isn't their time anymore. Like, their golden age was a few years ago. So I think it's kind of strange that they chose these people. And now that we look at all these people together and the commonality of, like, all of them being popular in 2014, except for Raymond, Raymond is absolutely the one that they called last minute to be like, okay, so we have um, an extra girl... um, because we didn't eliminate someone, will you come be in our makeover challenge? And he was the one, like, he already has connections with them. He is the, He's more relevant than the other ones, but he's kind of a different world than them. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I think Raymond's definitely the one that they called last minute. Well, you know what I think actually happened? You know, um, the Shane Dawson T, right? He was asked to be on, but then he didn't Where'd you see this? Um... It's pretty open. I think he tweeted about it. Did he really? Because um, I looked for something on Instagram or... Yeah, I think he tweeted about it. And I think what happened was that... Um, I think they always knew that there was going to be six people during the makeover challenge. Because okay. there always is, pretty much. And I think that uh, they just called him in and he didn't accept. So they needed Raymond to be the alternate. Okay. I yeah. think he was definitely... Um, called last minute though because he doesn't really fit yeah but shane yeah, also shane also would have been different than the others because shane is way more popular <laughs> yeah shane is by far the most popular i'm looking for a tweet from shane i'm not seeing oh really it could be like in the in the replies maybe in his replies i would be interested to read more about that um because i love shane and i think shane would have been fantastic um yeah. on the episode because and Shane is actually one of the first people that introduced me to the concept of Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Same, same with me. Yeah. So I was watching a Shane Dawson podcast. Shane Dawson had Ross Matthews on. And Ross was promoing Drag Race since he was a new Drag Race judge. This is before season seven. So because mm-hmm. Ross, Shane had Ross on, I started listening to Ross's podcast. And because I listened to Ross's podcast, I tuned in for the first episode of season seven. Um and that's when I started watching Drag Race. So it's kind of because of Shane Dawson that I started watching Drag Race. Yeah, same um, with me. I I found from Shane's videos about Willem Belly. And then oh from yeah, Willem that's, Willem how Belly, I, that's how I, I found, I found out about out. Willem. Willem, I watched a lot of Willem before I even yeah. knew what Drag Race was. Like I yeah, watched, I, like I subscribed to, like I would even call myself, I was a fan of Willem before I even knew Willem was on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, like I watched the original beatdown episodes. Um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. After our okay. YouTube stars took some turns walking in heels, RuPaul entered the workroom for some table visits. RuPaul plugs to play Dear Evan Hansen while talking to Cracker and Chester. 
compliments Tyler on his ass when talking to Tyler and Monet and Cameron Michaels pretends to be unaware of how attractive people find him. Well, he's very attractive. I wouldn't call myself attractive. I'm a slap You're attractive. Bitch. <laughs> Come on. He was prancing around without a shirt on over there. He knows he's attractive. <laughs> yeah. Later, RuPaul asked Eureka about her strategy and Eureka didn't hold back. Now, tell me this. What was your strategy for pairing up the girls? I paired them up with who I assume would be their demise. <laughs> That's the answer I wanted to hear, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. I just can't come close to that bottom again. I don't want to be there. Oh. I'm here to win. Okay. So I hope you enjoy your partners, ladies. Because <laughs> I am loving mine. <laughs> oh, my God. That first thing. Literally, I couldn't read. Wow, I feel like I'm illiterate. Um, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. Okay, Aiden. I guess I'll talk to myself. Um, so while Aiden's in the bathroom, audience was good. I have some more opinions. Who's surprised? So I know. I think Joe and Evan might have thrown a little bit of shade on the the useless moment they called it of just like everyone having fun and like walking in the workroom, like um, and yeah, there's no plot point to it. But I really enjoyed this part of just them walking in heels and getting it, and it looked like they were having a good time. And um, Joe was complaining that there was no transformation moment, and you just didn't get the feeling that you usually get from the makeover episode. But I think like this was the feeling that you got instead is you kind of just got this feeling of, Oh my gosh, these people are feeling empowered and they're feeling the feminine energy and they're working and they're having a good time. And I, I loved these clips so much, like watching Tyler Oakley wearing all his pads and his look, but not have the hair on, but just like walk and live for it. And everyone's clapping and then everyone goes and they do their walk. Like, it just made me happy, and it was just like a, a super basic and um, an innocent, fun little thing. So I really liked that scene um, and that the concept of just them showing everyone just having a good time. And I liked how they showed Cracker and Chester off in the back, just like quietly plotting and being like, wow, look at them being a fool. We're going to work hard. And I think it showed different working styles. Um and it was just cute. It made me happy and it made me smile. I mean, it made me think of having a good time with my friends. So I okay, enjoyed that part. I'm back. And um, I agree with you. Um, see, I that's where I completely disagreed with Joe and Evan. I would have 100% rather had something like this where everyone's having fun and like working the runway and doing their pose than mm-hmm. some straight guy being like, I have to talk. And it's like a whole drama or like, like acting like shady or something. And then well, just yeah, and that's mean. the thing. Also, the thing is that, yes, that was a great, that was a great episode. You know, like the, 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 when they had the crew members the crew? and they were yeah. the crew and the wedding episode, like those were great makeover episodes, mm-hmm. but like, why would they keep making the same episode every season? Why would they yeah. keep having men on who aren't interested in doing it? Like, that's a story that they've already told. It would be, like, why do we need a scene every season of a straight guy looking down at his crotch and a queen on her knees with duct tape? And he's like, I don't think it's going to work. And the queen being like, come on, we have to do it. It's like, we've seen it many times and this isn't like we haven't seen something like this before of just like an mm-hmm. impromptu mm-hmm. runway in the workroom and everybody working it like it's uh, fun like, even talking about it, i'm just like that looks fun and they look like they're and, having a good time and again the reason why they probably had so much fun is because that the youtubers have charisma like to be popular on youtube you have to have like something special about you you know what i mean kind of right and I think that's why um, that's why this works so well. Because yeah, it's just a I, bunch of like, good personalities having fun. I think it worked well, and I think it was the right amount of time. Like, if it were any longer, it'd be extra, because it didn't really have a plot point to it. Um, I think it was good. I liked it. <laughs> All right. It's elimination day and the girls are getting ready for the runway. 
Tyler Oakley has issues with his body image, Kingsley is worried about what the people back home will think, Cracker is excited for her creation, and Cameron is glad to be secluded from the group. Do you feel kind of secluded being over here, away from everyone else? I get ready at home by myself. I don't get ready at the bar with, like, the other people. Right. So this just feels comfortable to me. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I love talking to the other girls and stuff, and I'll talk to them when they walk by, but, like, yeah. I just like painting by myself. It's like a ritual yeah. of mine. It's it's comfortable and... I was going to say they're having so much fun, but <laughs> you get to focus on being diligent. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think... Also, I don't know if you're reading the script, Aiden, but I, someone Wait, tell me script? why Cracker is spelled with a K every single time, and it says creation with a K. It's making me oh. sound illiterate. So thanks, Joe. Um, I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's anything new to <laughs> touch on that we haven't talked about. Um, <laughs> what is? Okay. Oh, he said it's a personal inside joke. I'm glad this is a personal inside joke that I yeah. don't think is funny. <laughs> that just makes me sound like an idiot when I stumble over the words. Thank you so much. Oh. Um. Yeah, the girls are getting ready. That happened. I don't think there's yep. anything much to talk I about think... there. <laughs> Joe's getting pretty defensive in the chat room right now. Joe. Cry spectacle. Ugh, eat um... my ass, Joe. Okay. Okay. And now. <laughs> Wait, are we just going to the looks? Yeah, but <laughs> there's supposed to be a cue. I don't know if Joe, Joe might be too mad at me to play the cue now. There we go. Okay, so the category is drag family values. And so the girls, they want to see a family resemblance. On the main stage, the judges were Loving Asia, Eureka, and Cracker, and their respective partners. Meanwhile, Aquaria, Monet, and Cameron didn't fare so well. In the end, Monet and Cameron were placed in the bottom two and Wait, forced... Wait, what do you... Oh, we need to talk never... about the looks? It doesn't say discussion there. My bad. We do need to talk about the looks. Okay. <sighs> Eat my ass, Joe. <laughs> Who do you want to start with? Well, we'll start with Miss Aquaria. <laughs> okay. Um, Aquarius was boring. Hmm. I liked it. You did? I did. Well, okay, I liked Aquarius. I didn't like Capricia Corn. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I'm not sure if it's just because Capricia isn't giving it like Aquaria would have given the look. Mm-hmm. I think... No, but if you... I'm looking at but... Capricia's look. It's pretty basic. Yeah, like, and also, what's that fur? It's so random. Well, I think it would have worked if there was a cape or if there was another element that tied it together with the look. Um, yeah. I like the color story, and from far away, like, walking down the runway, they looked like they matched. And I like yeah. the concept. Um, I like Aquarius makeup. I think uh, Capricia Corn's makeup is good, but not as good as Aquaria, which I think... It should kind of be the other way around. I think the makeover, it should be a little bit about the person you're giving the makeover to. Yeah. What are your opinions on this Aquarius look? Um, okay, so I like Aquarius look a lot. Um, I don't know about... What's her name? Capricia Capricornia. Capricia Corn. Um, I feel like they just threw on the crown. And I think that's what Ross was hinting at. Like, there wasn't really a concept... Oh, like, honey, oh, the crown on Capricia Corn's wig, I guarantee you that is pinned in. That yeah. is, that, I think there was more look, a thought put into the looks there. Oh, you do? I do. Oh. Now, okay. next up is Asia. And Okay, I know you have some feelings about this. I have some feelings. First of all, this bitch should have been in the bottom instead of Aquaria. Like, the bottom three. 
No. Oh, Awful. okay, the bottom three. Yeah, not lip syncing, but she should have been the bottom that didn't lip sync. Raymond's makeup looks awful. Is it? Yes. I can't. It's hard. How can you? It's like... so bad. The brows, like I know people were reading um, Tyler Oakley's brows. Oh my god, Raymond's brows are just as bad. And I'm zoomed in right now, and um, I'm not sure that anyone will care. But the way that Asia does her makeup is she brings her wing up and yeah. then she brings the line of the wing, like the top of the wing. Yeah. Goes to it it um hits the top of her fake crease that she's created. So it creates a oh, very yeah. a very um just a snatched looking eye and very intentional looking and it looks good. And so for Raymond, she did something that like beginner beginner queens do that um you would think this is how you make your face look snatched is you kind of put a curve into it um and it just looks like sloppy and kind of beginnery and i don't know why she did that with raymond's makeup because her makeup looks snatched and amazing yeah and raymond's looks like raymond did it it looks like she was doing her makeup and she, raymond was like okay what's next asia and then she was like okay now do your winged liner and it just doesn't look like I don't think asia that bad it's fine but also the wig like Asia looks so much better and I don't I'm just not into that I'm not into making yourself look like eight times better what was that sorry I love the coats the coats are great oh I hate them I think they're ugly oh okay I think the coats are so ugly this is the big oh oh by the way well, let's do toots and boots. Aquaria and Capricia Corinth oh, for me oh. both get toots. Boot. On both or, of them? I guess Aquaria too. Uh, what's her name? Boot. Okay. For me, um, America O'Hara is a, bo- is a boot, but Asia is a toot. And I hate, I don't I like... I toot them both. I don't like the jacket. I don't like Asia's jacket, but she makes it work and she pulls it off. But okay. Amer- America's a mess. Next up is... Eureka and Eufrika. Okay, I love Eufrika's makeup. I think they hit the mark on what they tried to do. They're doing 90s drag. Mm-hmm. And there are some queens at my local gay bar who are... Their heyday was in the 90s. Like That was when they were the thing. And they still show up looking like this. And they, they really hit the mark with 90s drag. Um... And the look, the look is executed very well. They did what they were doing. However, I don't like the look that they were doing. So their execution is great. Their concept is great. I'm like taste wise, I'm just not a fan of it. So I would feel I feel bad um, booting it because they did well. It's just not my taste, and I don't even think it's Eureka's taste because Eureka said herself it's super tacky. But that was the point. So I'm just gonna say they did a good job. <laughs> I'm just but like, I, I can't I don't get over it. Eufrika's makeup. I just think it's, like, so good. I think... Don't you? I do. And I, I, think, think... I think it's... Can I explain why I like it so much? Yeah, go ahead. So, like, Eureka's obviously much taller and just bigger than Eufrika. Mm-hmm. So I think by exaggerating the makeup more on Eufrika than on Eureka, mm-hmm. she makes Eufrika's presence bigger, too. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. That's, I think what that's what she did, and I think it was genius. Well, I think what she did too was um, she still painted her face on Yafrika, but she didn't change the size at all. <laughs> yeah. So it just took up, and I think it looks good. I think, I think it looks good, and I think it looks very Eureka. It looks very draggy, which is Eureka's thing, um, like traditional draggy. Yeah. I yeah. I, however, would have loved to see some real wigs instead of loaves on these girls because i hate a loaf really yeah i hate a loaf i don't i don't know if you um listen to season nine's um makeover challenge recap where boo hacker was on and they got into a very deep conversation about doing stock looks and that this is a makeover challenge um and the queen should do stock looks instead of just like something that's new 
you know do you remember that at all yes i know i know i know it's like they need to put there and i like i know why she chose because, the loaf i just don't like it yeah so I i'm gonna and i'm gonna and I i'm gonna embarrass that you think that <laughs> well I'll eat my ass <laughs> all right two two eh abstain and abstain I, I don't even know what abstain means i'm not voting because I don't like it, but no. I don't want it. I'm not but booting it. You have it. to vote. Okay, then boo. You have to vote. Okay, then boo. <sighs> Cameron and Kelly Michaels. Just toot the mug. Okay, fine. Um, these are so basic. Yeah, okay. If you look at just their faces, both of them have fantastic makeup. So, like, toot the makeup. Okay, I don't understand how... Um, uh, Kelly... Better mm-hmm. name? Yes. Kelly's makeup is any better than America's. I think part of it is because it's her hair is covering some of the makeup. No. It's it's. I might just be like me being super nitpicky, but if you look at um, look at the way that the eyes are. Um, well, I saw the are eyes, being and I, are being I constructed. You if you yeah. look at, I think um, Kelly's makeup is literally like six hundred times better than America's. You yeah, I don't know. I think the brow is off though. Um, I don't know. I I think the brow looks fine. It's I think the brow is sitting really? right at the crease, and it's not a crazy arch. It doesn't look as rushed as yeah. some of the other girls, like Tyler Oakley and and uh, Raymond. Both of their makeup looks kind of rushed, and I think that um, Euphrica's makeup is great. I think that Kelly's makeup is great, um, and Cookie's makeup is great. Oh, and also, Capricia Corn. They all have good makeup. Mm-hmm. I like this one, too, because I don't think Cameron's is better than Kelly's. I think, uh, while the looks are pretty basic, neither looks better than the other. Which I think was pretty important to the challenges actually making over... Uh, Maybe it's because I don't like the lips. I feel like the lips are kind of, like, non-existent. Oh, the nude lips? Oh, I see, yeah. what, you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah, she didn't really overline or overdraw. Um, but the actual outfits are just extremely super basic. basic I yeah, know. I mean, she made them. Oh, she is made... it green? Because it's like Kelly green. I don't think they put that much thought into it. Okay, <laughs> it's. I think I think you can tell that she literally made she made both of these looks in the day that yeah. they had, which is impressive. Yeah, but they're basic. Mm-hmm. they should have she should have planned on this comp- like she should have planned on this and had a look already planned out and just applied it to whoever came in yeah um so I'm going to I don't think that I don't think that the midriff should have been showing for Kelly because Kelly doesn't have the right body for it so I'm gonna go ahead and boot Kelly and toot Cameron I agree Ms. Cracker and Ms. Cookie, first of all, two for both of them. Stunning, okay. gorgeous. I agree, but can we just talk about the wreath? Okay. Like I don't I don't get the point of it. How did how does that make them like connected? Like what if it's like a mother-daughter thing, why doesn't Cracker come out in like a huge gown or something like that? I don't know. I think I think I get it. I think she's bigger. she's trying to do two I get it. Because it's not a story, like, narrative necessarily. I think it kind of tells a story with shapes. Mm -hmm. Is when you look at Cookie, she has... um, The volume is in her skirt, so it's in her midsection. Yeah. And with Cracker, Cracker is wearing... um, Like, she doesn't even have pant legs. Like, she doesn't have any volume. It's just a Mm bodysuit. And then she has this huge wreath on her head, so her volume is up top instead of on bottom. And so I Mm -hmm. think it, it... shows a contrast but they're both pink and have butterflies so i think it tells it shows similarity and differences in it and i i like it. i'm into it yeah i see that i would say that um cookie has the second best makeup to um Yafrika. i think cracker is stunning doing makeup yeah. and i like the skirt and i think cookie sold it very well Cookie's makeup is the the best of any of the makeover girls. You think so? 
I do. It looks no okay. different than Cracker's regular makeup. So toots for both of them. Yeah. Cracker and Cookie. Next up you have Monet Sweet. Exchange and Short Change. Um now first of all the makeup isn't know. isn't awful. It but it isn't good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not any worse than I think Kelly's. Oh, that is false. That's false. Oh. I have to disagree with that. Kelly's makeup is is good. It's it's great. This is First of all, they're wearing glasses, and glasses are a cop out when you like you have it as a great eye look usually. Um, also, her eyebrows are way too high, which is a really common issue for someone painting on new brows for the first time. You want to start your brows mm-hmm. like in the same place, unless you're doing like a really specific kind of look. But if you're trying to paint on natural looking brows, put them, start them in the same place your natural brows start. And these brows are too close together, and they start too high up. So, okay. Do you like um, Monet in her wig? She looks stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Brown cow stunning. Actually, (laughs) you know what I think I would like? I think that Monet should move her eyebrow up because, like, I don't know. Monet's eyebrows? Or do you? Yeah. Because they seem kind of non-existent right now. I think, first of all, they're covered up by the glasses. The, yeah, because of the glasses. But I do think if you want to lift your brow, you need to keep the anchor point at the same point as your brow, and you can lift the arch if you want to lift your brows. Mm-hmm. That and, that's, and that's how you can give yourself more space. And you can even, like, cut off the tail if you if you do it so exaggerated up that there's not room for the tail. Just get rid of the tail. There are lots of mm-hmm. things you can do, but make keep it looking polished by keeping it rooted at the same place as your brow. And Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler Oakley, girl, it looks a mess. <laughs> and their looks aren't cute either. Like, they're fine. Yeah, they're dra- like, so if fun. I went to a bar and watched them perform, I'd be like, work. But, like, on the runway, not enough. So, boot I get for both. Like, <laughs> you know? I get it, but that's not really Monet's brand. Yeah. Okay. Boot. Yeah, boot. And that's the looks. Oh, that's all of them? It is. Right. We're getting down to less people. Let me... Okay, That's now we're ready look. to talk about the main stage. Over on the main stage, the judges were loving Asia, Eureka, and Cracker, and their respective partners. Meanwhile, Aquaria, Monet, and Cameron didn't fare so well. In the end, Monet and Cameron were placed in the bottom two and forced to face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song... Good as Hell by Lizzo. Yeah. I love this song. It's a bop. I do too. In the end, Cameron lived to slay another day while Monet was asked to sashay away. Aiden Dean, any final thoughts on the episode? Um, I love the episode. I think um, this season has been... Um, I think normally I'm kind of like over it by this time of the year or like point in the season normally for other seasons but I really liked this episode um, and it's kind of like a breath of fresh air kind of for the season because I didn't really like last week's episode and I kind of forget what was before that was it Smash Game? Yeah I agree I think this episode had a really fun mood and I liked that about it yeah, um, and I liked the camaraderie and the funness of the whole thing, and I liked the makeovers. I think they were good makeovers. Yeah. Um, and also I'm I'm happy that Cracker got a win. Because Me too. Although I'm not a huge Cracker fan, um, I I think that she should have been placed higher, especially for the share challenge, and I don't think she should have been low last week or in Breast World. Yeah, no, I think um, it was so, well-deserved. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's well, pretty much it. that concludes this episode of Baby RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. 
Be sure to join us next time we discuss, dissect, and deconstruct a brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10. So, for Aiden Demon myself, sashay away. Until next week.